Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Billboard Charts. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Keith? I'm all right. It feels like, um, well, one, I'm recording from a different location than normal, so maybe I sound different. Maybe I don't. I'll find out later when I edit this. <laughs> and secondly, I suddenly got the sniffles, which makes me think, oh, great, allergy season is upon mm, me. Yeah, it's S- about to be summer. There it is. Super excited by pollen. <laughs> yeah. Well, as always, the Billboard Pollen Shop podcast is your ah. one-stop shop hey, for all things pollen. Uh, no, uh-uh. I don't no. want to host that one. <laughs> no, I don't. Pro- brought to you by Claritin. Right. Um, <laughs> On Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got chart news on how Lil Baby and Lil Durk make a Lil News at number one on the Billboard (laughs) 200 albums chart. How BTS's Butter is solid at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for a third week. Bad Bunny's new single debuts straight into the top 10 on the Hot 100, and Dua Lipa's levitating floats to number one on the pop airplay chart. Plus, we're talking about four brand new songs from a quartet of female pop stars that all dropped last week. We've got new music from Lord, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, and Kylie Minogue to talk about, so stick around for that. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okie doke, let's do the chart chat. First up on the Billboard 200 albums chart, Little Baby and Little Dirk's collaborative album, The Voice of the Heroes, debuts at number one, scoring the former his second leader and the latter his first. The album bows with 150,000 equivalent album units earned in the U.S. in the week ending June 10th according to MRC data, driven nearly entirely by streaming activity of its songs. The hip-hop set, which was released on June 4th, also boasts guest turns from four artists, and all four of those artists have had their own number one albums. Mm. Travis Scott, Meek Mill, Young Thug, and Rod Wave. So it's just a big number one party there on this Indeed. album. Uh, Next up, Butter is still number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for a third week in a row, thanks to another big sales week for the track. BTS's single sold 138,000 copies across uh, all of its five different versions in the week ending June 10th. Uh, Its original release, an instrumental, and three remixes, and all of them were priced at 69 cents each. Meanwhile, as the two other metrics that power the Hot 100 streams and airplay, Uh, Butter is down 19% in streams, while its airplay grew 10% in the week ending June 13th. The song is number one on the digital song sales chart, falls 10 to 19 on the streaming songs chart, and rises 32 to 28 on the radio songs chart. Is that instrumental version like for all your karaoke needs? I mean, I guess it could be. Or, you know, creating your own version of it. I don't, <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't know that that was like part of this this story. There you go. Rounding out the top three on the Hot 100 are Olivia Rodrigo's former number one, Good For You, which is number two, and Dua Lipa's Levitating featuring Baby, which is number three. Speaking of levitating, the track floats its way to number one on the pop airplay chart, rising two to one. 
The track debuted on the list dated October 17th, 2020, initially peaked at number four in January, then fell off the chart in March, basically becoming a recurrent hit because it was declining and going down the chart, only to see a TikTok-fueled revival, which brought the song back onto the pop airplay chart in May. And I love this. And it's since then just gotten bigger and bigger, and it hits yeah. number one this week on pop radio. Uh, Levitating is the third number one on the pop airplay chart from Dua's Future Nostalgia album, making the set the first album with three number ones on this chart in over five years. Selena Gomez's Revival was the last album to generate three number ones on the pop airplay chart between 2015 and 2016. Um, All right, well, lastly, back in the top 10 on the Hot 100 chart this week, Bad Bunny bounces in at number 10 with Yonaguni, I believe is how we pronounce it, uh, capturing his fourth top 10 hit and his first as a solo unaccompanied act. His three previous top 10 hits were all collaborations with other artists. Uh, Yon... Yonaguni. We're gonna... This will become second nature to us after the song is just, you know, after it becomes a humongous hit over the next few weeks. We'll just become second nature. it's Spanish and Japanese language, right? Yes. In there? Yes. Yeah, I think the majority of the song is in Spanish. There's some parts in Japanese, like the name of the song itself. For instance. Um... So uh, it was powered mostly entirely by streaming activity in its first week with 27.3 million U.S. streams. And the track also debuts at number two on the streaming songs chart, uh, number 18 on the digital song sales chart, but doesn't quite have enough airplay to reach the radio songs chart yet. 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 You just (laughs) wait. You just wait. All that chart chat has me thinking about some new chart contenders, because last week was a very busy one for new releases from some of our favorite female pop stars. Uh, Let's take a closer look at four of these new songs. And the first one is Lord's Solar Power. Uh, This is the first new music from Lord since her 2017 album Melodrama. And things are much sunnier this time around. And there's a video to match. Uh, (laughs) Fun, so many funs. Um, the strummy new song definitely has a laid-back summer vibe, which is not what you probably are used to thinking of with Lord. Um, but the buzzy video sees her in a two-piece yellow ensemble, prancing around the beach, surrounded by what seems like a, a commune of fellow <laughs> ladies, or it could be a cult, I don't know. They're carrying her, like, on a stretcher in one thing. Um, and she has a great lyric where she says, I'm kind of like a prettier Jesus. So I think she's leaning into that. You know the the cult leader vibe. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you pointed it out because I I you know I don't I didn't want to necessarily voice that opinion, but it did feel very like commune. You know People we're all are, wearing like sort of um you know uh, burlap colored outfits. Yes, except for Lord. Except in for her Lord, yellow, she's she's the leader. <laughs> she's the center of it. Yes, um, uh... not the leader, the center <laughs> of the action. A lot of comparisons were made to um, Midsommar, the oh, movie, which, oh, yeah, ooh, which is here. a horror okay. movie. So yes. I don't think it goes that direction, but who knows? Well, you know, we haven't heard anything else from the album yet, so uh, maybe things get darker. Um, <laughs> but she also announced that her next album will be called Solar Power as well, um, though she has not yet announced a release date. Um, this was like just such a huge like lightning rod release, like Twitter lost their minds um i think between the Does song Twitter ever lo- not lose their mind at something <laughs> that's fair I but mean... between the song being a, a sonic departure for lord and the video being um you know so just 
easy to talk about. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. The, my, my favorite meme from it, actually, um, it overlaid a um, Humira, like, prescription ad over the video. <laughs> okay. And it, and it looked like, you know, when people are just having so much fun in those, like, prescription advertisements. <laughs> like, look at what your life can be on Humira. You, too, can be lured on a beach in a yellow outfit. All you have outfit. to do is just take a couple pills on the new solar power project. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so uh, that was definitely probably the most talked about one last week. But contending for that... How did, that it, title. How, did it, how did it how did the chatter from this next thing not <laughs> out outshine solar power maybe outshine there we go mm-hmm. maybe uh maybe lord releasing on thursday was a smart move because this one that came out at midnight uh which is megan the stallion's thought shit um very fun song but this one is like 100 about the music video um the clip uh stars a senator character who leaves angry uh, sexist comments on one of Meg's music videos. All of a sudden he gets a call from the stallion herself and uh, she puts him in his place and then his entire life is transformed where everything he sees is all just like twerking ladies. We've got garbage truck drivers, grocery store workers, diner wait staff, police officers, all ladies, all twerking. And it is incredible all to end in a just Bonkers absolutely un I, I honestly like I was watching the whole video video, I was loving it, feeling the whole thing, and then I could not have predicted nope. <laughs> how it all ended. <laughs> I am um, I I was not <laughs> Did you need I a did, warning? <laughs> I didn't know what was happening at the end. And I was like, what are they doing? What's happening? What? Uh, and then that I was absolutely not expecting <laughs> at all. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, it's um, it's eye popping. It's it's indeed. It's a lot. Indeed. It's a lot. Uh, there's actually a great behind the scenes video that came out. I'm not sure if it was just yesterday, but that's when I saw it um, on Sunday. Uh, and it's got one of the cameramen who shot the video and he's doing this like point of view shot where he's got a camera kind of like attached to his shoulders and he's, um, he's filming one of the twerking ladies, uh, uh, rear ends and he's moving around to like keep up with her moving and then you see the like half second shot from the video that it created <laughs> this like you know booty point of view <laughs> it's like but this guy had like the greatest day of work ever you could tell he was loving life and he was just trying to keep up with her and it was kind of great so it's hard to keep up with the booty <laughs> It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had a, a new release from Doja Cat called Need to Know. Um, it's our latest peek at Planet Her, which is Doja's next album coming out June 25th. And she continues the whole extraterrestrial theme with this one um, in the video for the very saucy song. You- I think that's subtle. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just that's a very that's a, that's a, like a low key way of describing the track. I Katie. mean, after seeing the Megan video, all of a sudden the Doja like lyrics seem super tame. I think, but um, <laughs> um, in the video, uh, Doja goes out on the town. I mean, out on the planet or whatever with her alien girl gang and meets a handsome stranger. Shares some smoky shots with her girls. They're like, everything's very, uh, you know, otherworldly. Um, it's very 10 forward on Star Trek Next Generation. It's all yes. very like, so uh, <laughs> what brings you to town, purple skinned man? You know, it's very her odd. skin's green. His hair's blue. It's all very Jetsons. And it definitely uh, follows in the, the Kiss Me More vibe that she and SZA set up with her last video. 
Um, so I think we'll have to wait and see uh, what more we'll see of Planet Her before the release on, on June 25th. Um, and finally, we have Kylie Minogue's cover of Lady Gaga's Marry the Night. As we discussed last week on the podcast, this is the latest cover song from the re-release of Lady Gaga's 2011 Born This Way album, which is now due, not, due on June 25th. That's a correction from last week. They updated the release date. Um, just so you know, June 25th. Um, this is probably the most faithful cover of what we've heard so far from the tribute songs, um, which makes sense given that Gaga and Kylie you know, are cut from the same disco cloth. Um, Keith, Kylie is one of your faves. This one makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I mean, it does, but I think it would be fair to say that I was wildly surprised that yeah. this even existed because I saw this come, like I saw Kylie tweet at Gaga on Thursday night and I'm like, what is Kylie tweeting at Gaga? Wait, Gaga quote tweeted her back? And it was like, basically like, you ready, Gaga? It's like, I'm ready, Kylie. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> I did not think that it was going to be this because I just, I, I guess I just didn't automatically put Kylie into the who, like what groups of folks from the LGBTQIA plus uh, community. I didn't think of her in that. Um, yeah, space I mean, the, I think, within the context of this particular project, I think the press release that announced like who would be you know doing these tribute songs, it was it mentioned like supporters of that community as well, and obviously there's no uh, Gaga and Kylie are massive allies um, yes. for for the community, so I think that she kind of left it open for not just people uh, in the community but also uh, supporters of the community. I mean, so. am, I, am I delighted by it? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. I just, I was surprised because I guess I hadn't really thought of 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 Kylie in the mix. And so that makes mm-hmm. me think, I'm like, well, goodness, like, could Elton John be on this covers project? Like, who in Why the not? world else could be on it? I don't know. Um, but it was super fun to hear. Like, it was just, it's just, I guess I just don't even think of, I guess I just didn't even think of it even happening. So it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I I got the impression from some comments that I saw around the um, release that Kylie has expressed like interest in working with Gaga at, at some point, which makes sense again. So I love the idea that this is kind of like dipping their toe in and hopefully like a duet sort of situation could happen next, maybe. Very crafty people on you know YouTube have already mashed up the two versions, the oh. original Gaga version and Kylie's version, and it sounds, as you can imagine, pretty cool. I'm sure that's a great fit. That's kind of the point. Like, you know, it would be challenging to do a mashup of Orville Peck's Born This Way with Lady Gaga's original because the styles were so divergent. But with this uh, Mary the Night cover, it was it seems like it exactly fit for a duet. So well, also to to be fair, you know, Gaga did do sort of when she put out Born This Way, there was her own country road version, which was a country country. Yes. And so that actually that actually could be a beautiful duet. (laughs) Yes. So is that it? Uh, Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Unless you want to talk more about Kylie. (laughs) No, 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 no. We don't need to make this the Kylie show every week. That's just probably a bit much. Well, now it's time for the chart stat of the week. And it's too late, baby. Now it's too late. Though we really did try. On the Billboard 200 albums chart 50 years ago, Carol King's classic tapestry album hit number one, rising two to one on the June 19th, 1971 dated chart. The album would spend 15 weeks at number one, all consecutive, and later win the Grammy Award for Album of the Year. 
Before Tapestry, King was a hugely successful songwriter, having written hits in the 1960s for other artists, uh, including songs like The Locomotion, Up on the Roof, One Fine Day, and Pleasant Valley Sunday. By the way, The Locomotion later became a hit for Kylie Minogue. I was going to say, was that intentional? (laughs) No, it wasn't, because I didn't know I wrote this before I knew you were going to talk about (laughs) Kylie and Gaga. King wrote or co-wrote all of the songs on Tapestry, including two tracks on the set that were earlier hits for others. Will You Love Me Tomorrow, which was a number one Hot 100 hit for the Shirelles, and You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, a top 10 hit for Aretha Franklin. The album's double-sided hit single, It's Too Late, I Feel the Earth Move. So it's it's Too Late is one song, and I Feel the Earth Move is a second song, but it was the B-side back when we had seven-inch final singles. Ridiculous that those two songs were paired together on the same single. Sure. Um, <laughs> it spent five weeks at number one on the Hot 100 chart with It's Too Late going on to win the Grammy Award for Record of the Year. And two weeks after It's Too Late, I Feel the Earth Move fell from number one on the Hot 100, James Taylor took his cover of the Tapestry song You've Got a Friend to number one. Hey! King would land two more number one albums with the 1971 release Music and 1974's Wrap Around Joy. She most recently hit the top 10 with 2010's live album live at the Troubadour, her collaborative set with James Taylor. So there you have it. 50 years ago, Carol King was king, queen of the Billboard 200 with Tapestry. I feel the earth move under my feet. I feel the sky tumbling down. God, that's a good album. It's a great, great uh, album. It and I feel is. like every like young woman um, songwriter currently making music, you know, it's like that's that album like unlocked for them, you know, like the the code to like how to do this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I can write these super personal songs that are also poppy and catchy. And it's just such a classic. There's probably any number of songwriters who look at Carole King's career initially having success as a as a songwriter while she was also i think at the time also trying to become an artist in her own right in the Mm -hmm. 60s but the songwriting part was the thing that was really taking off and i think there's probably a lot of writers that look at her career and say gosh i could do this what if i could make my own tapestry because you know there's so many writers that we know that for one reason or another never go on to make their own album Mm -hmm. um and, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And sometimes you lightning strikes and you get a Carol King sort of tapestry out of it. That doesn't happen yeah. with everybody, even if that, you are an amazing songwriter. That magazine article that I did that I think it came out last week, um, which was about a new artist named Jessia. She's signed to Ryan Tedder. And Ryan Tedder, when I talked to him about her. Huge songwriter on his own. Yeah. Also the front man for One Republic. But he told me he's like, I don't sign an artist who's not a writer. And a writer who's not an artist. Like, he will only find the people that have both of those things inside of them. Because I think there's probably something about that that um, unlocks, um, you know, a little more motivation and a little, you know, and and not just wanting to be behind the scenes, but like wanting to say your own thing as well. So Yeah. Also, you can be self-contained and you can, you know. Speaking of Ryan Tedder. Yeah. I mean, you didn't you didn't ask me, but. I guess usually you say any parting words and I share with you. Feel free to give me your parting words, Katie. Well, speaking of Ryan Tedder, Jesse J put out a new song on Friday as well. Speaking of Jesse J. 
Yeah, so when I spoke with her, she was just working on this new music, and uh, her n- next album is going to be entirely executive produced by Ryan Tedder. And it's she like put you out thought about this. It's like you. It's like you wrote this in your <laughs> head or something. And here we are. Um, the song is called "I Want Love," and it came out Friday with this really fun lyric video where she's just driving through the Hollywood Hills, um, filming herself lip syncing to the song. So definitely check out the video. But it's called "I Want Love," and it's it's of course big voiced. Uh, you know what you expect from Jesse J, but it's it's a beautiful song. I love it. Is that the song that we should go out on? Clearly, yes. You've got to give give them a taste so they'll go and listen to the whole thing. All right. <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. And I want love.